Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever gag cast. I'm your host, Jocelyn. Joining me is my friend Gotti, aka Richard, or I guess it should be the other way around. Richard, aka Gotti. Gotti, how's yeah, it going, I have man? A, I have a real name. Yeah, my <laughs> name's Richard Hardcastle. I'm 22. I'm young and single, and I live in New Zealand. <laughs> that is an Hit amazing introduction. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me Dick Hard if you want. Because technically, you know, that works. Dick Hardcastle, Richard, you know, it's interchangeable. Why is... Oh my god, I am just going to lose <laughs> my fucking mind through this whole entire show. Holy crap, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> so if you guys aren't aware, I mean, I'm, ex- I'm assuming that this show is going to reach a new and different audience than uh, I am used to reaching with my podcast. So if you guys aren't aware of who I am, my name's Jocelyn, also known as Joss Plays on the internet. I'm a professional podcaster normally covering things like video games, but today Richard and I are here to talk all about RuPaul's Drag Race, which is like my favorite guilty pleasure. Like I just discovered RuPaul's Drag Race probably in the last year and a half or so, and I've just watched every season start to finish all the all-stars like it's just I've I watched the crap out of it can't get enough of it so I'm very excited because this show is all Richard's idea so yeah I had an original idea we're doing a <laughs> podcast about a show it's great I'm very I'm very similar to Miss Jocelyn over here and that I only discovered it quite recently and I am 100% gay by the way uh, that's probably you know, we're kind of like the target audience for the show in a weird way. But definitely, um, it's like it's total <laughs> top model vibes, which I loved when I was in high school. Yeah. Apparently, top models still on. Like what? Really? <laughs> Apparently. I, I, I was Pyro telling Banks my mom about RuPaul's. I was fuck? telling my mom about RuPaul's Drag Race, and she was like, "Oh, it's like top model. I watched that last week." I was like, "What? <laughs> Reruns?" Is she growing taller still, Tyra Banks? <laughs> I don't know, she man. Has I don't know. Very long legs. <laughs> anyway, does. yeah, I'm very similar. Um, because I live in New Zealand, I don't have uh, as much legal access to all the shows, and there's no way for me to like buy them really. So uh, I've watched season eight, nine, and ten, and Untucked season ten is the first Untucked I've been watching because it's being uploaded to YouTube, and uh, Wow Presents has not clocked onto that yet. So <laughs> that's good for now. Um, oh my god! And I didn't even realize that Untucked was an actual show until you told me about it, and then I was like, wait, what? And uh, so there's this whole like behind the scenes world. I'm going back and watching all the Untucked from the previous seasons. I never picked up on the fact that Rue was saying, you can all go to Untuck in the lounge. And I was like, oh, OK. Like she says every single episode and I never picked yeah. up on it. That it was and like the, the title of a show in and of itself. <laughs> so, honey, if you ain't watching Untucked, you're missing half the story. <laughs> <laughs> and that it's thing. so true. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe, like, going back and watching the stuff from, like, season two. I was like, damn, there's so much more to this show that I didn't even realize. Like, I feel like I need to go back and watch RuPaul's Drag Race from the beginning and watch all the Untucked as well and just, like... It's it's it's, it's very, like, big brothery, I found. Um, I mean, for me, oh, my yeah, favorite it's, things it's about... It's drama for the sake of drama, for sure. Oh, yeah, and I love it. My favorite things <laughs> about the show is the the fashion runway stuff because i like the the artistic creativity and the cringe drama because cringe <laughs> drama of course so, yeah anyway I, I put this question in to uh introduce ourselves but we've already introduced ourselves so uh <laughs> no, if but you I like did this drag 
yeah, if you did drag, what would your name and style be? Miss Jocelyn, if you'd like to go first. So, okay, I'm, I am so, so terrible at naming things, but I really like this question because I feel like it gives our, you know, potentially new audience a little bit of insight into who it is that we are as, like, internet Fucking personalities and, and total, yeah, total utter nerds exactly <laughs> so i mean i feel like if i did drag i would 100 percent just be like glitter like head to toe just like a unicorn just sparkles I, I, I was and thinking unicorn everywhere yes unicorns yeah. yes <laughs> but not but not a bodysuit when half the other no people do a holy okay. hell no and we'll talk about that a little bit in episode two but yeah bodysuit no i would never wear a bodysuit never ever ever <laughs> oh that's probably that's probably a good point to interject quickly um we kind of did this uh season two aired and while we're talking about episode one so we're doing the two episodes back to back on different episodes so it's still going to be chronologically correct but if we reference stuff from the next episode on i'm sorry but it's probably really funny so just deal with it <laughs> exactly um but yeah so i don't know actually what my drag name would be because i'm just i'm horrible awful terrible at naming things i'm so bad mm. so i don't i feel my like i just i want you to name me Gotti. can you can you name me uh Colorful schizophrenia. If you're doing all like the <laughs> the the sequences and stuff. Damn. Well, <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't, do, I can't do the puns. Right? They're so good at doing the puns, like when they walk out and they're like, "In the underwater challenge, you are meant to give us a pearl, but you've yet to come out of your shell. You're safe." <laughs> you know, like I can't, I can't do the puns. You can't they don't put make those sense. Together? <laughs> Yeah, um, I just love how you think I'm schizophrenic. That's amazing. <laughs> well, if you did, I, I think if you know, drag is very, um, it's it's not overdone, but it's exaggerated to fuck, right? Yes. That's the whole point, and that's yes. what I like about it. So I think if you go like something like colorful schizophrenia, you are, you know, you're doing something that is a bit more extreme, and also schizophrenia, you know, people drag race, it's all. They're all very like not underrepresented, underrepresented, but you know, and not a lot of people do it. Not a lot of people have schizophrenia, uh, which is actually a lie, by the way. One percent of the human population has schizophrenia, but hey ho. Um, anyway, before I ramble on too long, mine, like 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 I said, me and Jocelyn. I met Jocelyn playing World of Warcraft with her. Um, I, I met her outside the Orgrimmar Bank. <laughs> um, so we're pretty nerdy. Now, do you remember Banjo Kazooie? Yes, I do. And now I'm very remember, interested about where your drag is going. Do you remember the villain Gruntilda? I do not, but I'm totally Googling it right now. That would be my drag name. I'd be Miss Gruntilda because I can do the noise she made. I think I can do the noise she made when she talked. Because when they talked, they didn't, they didn't have voice acting because it was like a SNES game, I think. Yeah. But she would just go, whack, 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 whack. <laughs> <laughs> so that but would that's be like talked. your signature like drag thing would be the, the grunt well i just gruntilda you know she she's a witch she's freaky she's nerdy i probably do stuff around video games yeah so I do, you know there's lots of really cool characters in video games especially girls they tend to be like you know no one wants fucking normal people you gotta have fucking you, you know, have to have I, thing, I'm, for sure i'm I'm Mrs. Laser, and I have eight lightsabers and three legs and women's mechanical. I'm the <laughs> final boss. You know, that's what it's like in video games. So my Gruntilda, you know, I could do the witch's laugh like, 
<laughs> like that, you know? I can oh do my that. God, he, <laughs> oh, I want you to be on Drag Race so bad now. Like, I want you to start doing drag and I want you to go be on Drag no. Race because I feel like you're just a caricature of a person. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I, I don't want to tuck my balls back in my sockets. <laughs> I can't do but that. But have you tried it? Like, do you know you don't like it? Have you actually tried? I feel like um, <laughs> that's a philosophical question. And <laughs> at the end of this series, you'll see me grow. <laughs> okay. Literally or figuratively? <laughs> uh, shrink, I guess. I don't know. All right, shall we move on to? Yes. Now that you guys one. have have a little bit of an idea of who. So, okay, I should ask, should I refer to you as Gotti or should I refer to you as Richard? Because it's going to take um, me a while if you want me to call you call, Richard. Call, call me whatever. I call you Jocelyn. So, it's you know, true. Call you Aldi <laughs> Alley. Was that your paladin's name? I can't remember. Adwee Alley, yes. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, what was my warlock called? I don't uh, even remember Ga now. Gatti <laughs> or something. I don't know. It was an anagram of Gotti because, yeah. you know, I had a theme going on. Scroti was my favorite character. She was a druid. She was great. Anyway, so oh, we have. Oh, man. So, yeah, we have, we have the contestants. We've just been introduced to the contestants. Obviously, this is episode one. This is the premiere. So we've got our, what, 14, 14 girls? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot of girls. It seem like a lot. And it just I kept on coming in, and yeah. I ran out with funny things to say. <laughs> and I was like, "The vixen." Eh, eh. Well, <laughs> just typing away. Yeah, don't don't get don't get too far ahead because first off, we had Eureka, and so Eureka is a returning queen. She's back from season nine. Uh, she mm. had knee surgery because she actually injured herself on the show. So Rue extended the uh, invitation to her to return. So she walks it's, in. It's... <laughs> It's it's quite nice. It's a lot nicer than the other returning queens. We're like, we're bringing back this person who created a lot of drama. Like, yeah, she had a she had a nice reason coming back. Um, I uh, feel up and down about Eureka, but anyway, continue on with uh, the costume, please. <laughs> yes. So she walks in, basically uh, covered in feathers from mm. head to head. It just kind of stops at her shoulders with these gigantic like plumes like why would you do that but then everything else was just this bodysuit <laughs> oh eureka <laughs> so she she's meant to be like rising from the ashes like a phoenix which you know she i get that but come on she didn't there's... so much as she like the ashes like it's like harry potter right forks dies and then comes back <laughs> Forks didn't like injure his left wing, then come back. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not the same for me. As soon as I saw, her, I, I, I was getting KFC realness vibes. That's what I put down on my notes. I was like, oh, you've come in as flaming chicken. It's a phoenix. Flaming uh, chicken. I mean, the, if she did, I think if she continued on with the head, shoulders, sort of over exaggerated feathers, look all the way down, would have been great. But just the bodysuit. I mean, with it's just Spoilers. lacking. It just body it's suits. Just lacking. Body yeah. suits are eureka. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second, we had Asia come out, and actually, interesting fact about her: she's 2016's Miss Gay America. And I don't know if you oh, guys, have been, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but Miss Gay uh, America is the 2010 title that Alyssa had, and that created so much drama in season five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe well, it was season five. Yeah, it was season five. Yeah. We don't have Miss 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 Gay uh, New Zealand because it's probably like only <laughs> only two of us. But I didn't know that. That's quite a cool fact. 
Um, yeah, so I just she, is, said, she has competed before. She's like pageanty, oh, and yeah. she's all kinds of Texas. You got that vibe. Eh? You got that very yeah. She's it's something very about the fringe. <laughs> yeah, I just said Asia is Texas, but I I know very little about Texas other than oil and chicken. That's like my two <laughs> the two so things. So you think that Asia mind. and Eureka go well together then? Yeah, I wouldn't mind Asia eating Eureka. <laughs> I think it'd be the um, other way around. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Third, we had Ms. Cracker. And um when we were first introduced to her, and I think it was her name because I had the same sort of reaction to her name that a lot of the other like southern black queens had. Like yeah. really? <laughs> like who names yeah. themselves that? So I was kind of put off from her right from the start. But then you actually showed me all of her YouTube content. She's funny as fuck. She's like a shit poster, and yes. I love it. Um, I but mean, like, for me, it's funny it about it, like not just like mean for the sake of mean. Like she's actually really funny. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's she seems to have like a quite down to earth personality for her character being so eccentric and mm. over the top. Um, like for me, it wasn't really you know. I, I live in New Zealand. We have very different you know. Race relations in America is a topic all on its own. Here in New Zealand, we all kind of get along because uh, we're all fucking immigrants and we're also a Pacifica country. So we have a whole heap of different people. Like, you can't name them all. They all come from all over the globe. So, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't really... I didn't actually pick up on it until um, Asia finds out her name first of all <laughs> she says miss cracker and she goes <gasps> so I, I looked up on that and i found out cracker was slang for white person i'm like oh i learned something on drag race cool my problem <laughs> was she came in like wearing an unripened grapefruit on her head <laughs> which i thought was weird but yeah i like it I, I i i i've seen her outside of the show on youtube so i'm gonna try and withhold my bias but i do like her personality a little bit more than the others yeah, and she, well, she grew on me over the course of this episode as well. Like, I mm, didn't love mm. her right away in the introduction of the queens, because we'll get to it a little bit later, but her interaction with Vanjie was just like, it was just like super, super trolly and super bitchy. So, um, but then we had uh, Yuha Himasaki, who is, uh, I thought she looked gorgeous when she came out. Yes. Like, oh yes. my God, she was amazing. She's given me very. Um, now I'm not saying this because they're both Asian. Because no, and this is Korea, literally what I had written in and, the notes. Because what you're about uh, to say is like it blows my mind of how wrong you are. <laughs> <laughs> so um, kimchi, I loved in I think it was season eight because I loved the personality and I loved her fashion. Yeah, uh, Yuha immediately gave me. I love the fashiony stuff you're doing, and I like your personality. On at this point. I no longer believe they are that similar <laughs> given episode two's sense of fashion. And also yes. later on where she can't figure out which black guy's called what. Um, <laughs> which is which is a joke all in itself, really. But yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I liked me, her initial thing. When you say kimchi, like when I think kimchi, I think like cosplay, like anime, oh, yeah. like and that oh, is yeah. not the vibe. Like I get much more pageanty type vibes mm. off of um Yuha. And I I just I don't see other than the fact that they're both Asian, which made me just go, yeah. Oh my god, Gotti, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name's Richard. I'm a secluse racist. 
Uh, but yeah, no, then... it's, it was it was my initial initial reaction. Yeah, but it's not something I I bring anymore. Well, and I, to, I just to went... be honest, like, and I mean, Kim Chi brought the race element into it because we did get a mm -hmm. very very short segment of Kim Chi later on in uh, episode one where she said like, yes, I'm I'm totally on board. I got to root for her. Like she's doing great, and you know she's the, the Asian contestant this time. So. I mean, there's, there's there's something to talk about here with like the the world of the gays because you know we're all connected from on the same hive mind. Obviously, um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of stigmatism against Asians in like the gay the gay like dating sphere on Grinder and just dating in general. Because you know it's you have people's profile pictures who are like oh, blah blah blah. I like this. You know I like running and staying active and just you know being beautiful. No Asians. <laughs> that's quite common so i huh. get i get you the get, whole do you think yeah, the representation is kind of like it, percentage wise it's about on par to have an asian a season there's a lot i've i've met hundreds of um gay <laughs> asians in new zealand uh thousands even uh, <laughs> personally you're such a slut uh, <laughs> um but yeah it's i like that to me kimchi saying that i was like you know i totally get it yeah and my, um, my, my, I'd just like to reiterate my comment I put in was like my first impression. It's not at all how I feel like 10, <laughs> 10 minutes in about yeah. her. But my initial impression was, oh, we're seeing, we're seeing, you know, um, a beautiful Asian lady doing some very Eastern dress stuff. And I love the yes, Eastern fashion yeah. stuff. That was my initial thing. And I do. Kim yeah, Chi I'm a same huge, thing. huge fan of, of the more Eastern style of dress, too. And mm, I, I can mm. I can see that for sure. Uh, next Silk. up, we had... Yeah, Silk all the great. silks and the patterns and the hair <laughs> and all of it, definitely. Uh, Blair St. Yeah. Clair was up next, and I, <laughs> I mean, I think uh, I think one of the queens said it in the mini challenge. Uh, she's like a dirty, slutty ginger from Gilgan's Island, and I mm. I feel like I can't get past that with Blair. Is her style is just so like forgettable story and very forget yeah and not over the top in any way which is kind of what i'm looking for in the drag styles that i prefer is there's gotta yeah. be something that's just a little bit different like she looked like she could just be like a mom walking through the mall at Donna's saturday afternoon like yeah yeah she's taken cindy to her fifth beauty pageant of the day and now she has to <laughs> fill up her hummer yeah you know oh, that's yes. that's what i got so she wasn't stand out for me also out of drag she looks like bob from not bob sorry buddy buddy the incredibles villain from incredibles one you know the evil one and this now is that you said that i can't unsee it because yeah. when you said that i thought you meant in drag so i looked up i'm like i don't remember a female incredibles villain i looked it up i was like oh no out of drag oh my god they're the same like it even makes it like when I see he, Blair St. Clair out of drag now, I feel like it's an animated character in front of me. Like I can't unsee it at all. He's very he looks like ten years younger than he is. Yeah. And in the gay world, that's probably worked in his favor, <laughs> I'd say. Um but it was just it was just a thing I picked up on. Yeah. Um so after the forg forgettable Blair. We had Monet Exchange. Yeah. And I can't handle the interviews with Monet because she wears <laughs> glasses without any lenses in them and it triggers me. I can't help it. 
Yeah, as as someone who like is a little bit blind, uh, <laughs> I'm short sighted, so I can't see things a long distance. I wear glasses, so I'm able to drive and <laughs> read things and look at look at movies. But you know. Uh, I my main issue was it with it was the glasses were just not fashionable. So. Well, and there's that too. They look ridiculous. Yeah. Like if you're gonna go for like the fake glasses, at least be stylish about it. <laughs> yeah, and to me, she just reminded me of another Bob the Drag Queen, but mm. like a little less, a little less rat shit. Yeah, or rat shit. How I pronounce it, it's spelled <laughs> differently, but I just say rat shit. Okay, um, so what does that mean? So in New Zealand, it means you have, you know, oh, you're ratchet, eh? That's a, a common phrase here. And ratchet, I think, in the USA, correct me if I'm wrong, viewers, I don't live in America. Uh, <laughs> well, I have know, no idea, a, so. <laughs> you're a, you're like, it's, it's usually for people who, you know, commonly, like, you know, live in poorer parts of towns. They, hmm. Are you trying I to figure I, out how to say it without being offensive? <laughs> Well, we already know I'm a massive racist, right? So <laughs> I, I don't know if I have to hold myself back, but you know, oh. she's like Bob. Bob. Bob was very um, unapologetic in his personality and attitude-wise. I guess is a good way of saying it. She's she's very much like Bob. Bob. Bob was criticised a lot actually for being too rat shit for drag by Derek, uh, the person who. Who could only do Britney Spears and yes. only Britney Spears? And oh my god, let's not go down that but rabbit hole. So but yeah. good at Britney Spears, though. <laughs> yeah, but Monet, Monet, Monet is another Bob, and I really enjoyed Bob. So so far, and and the entrance of her being introduced, I'm like, cool. I will keep an eye on this. Ho so boy. apparently, I have now taken the step of Urban Dictionarying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, this is a term that was most popular back in like 2012, 2013, but it's Mm -hmm. a ghetto dialect mispronunciation of the English term wretched. Yes. I didn't know that. I learned something today. (laughs) (laughs) Also, along the lines of busted or nasty. So I get that now because those are words I know. Yeah, yeah, that's what she's, she's, she's nasty. Yeah, there you go. We'll just say that, she's, she nasty. She nasty. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so now we have. Not nasty, oh damn. (laughs) I couldn't get the drool off my face fast enough. Cameron Michaels, holy Mm. shit. Hot as a woman, hot as a man. I don't even know how that's fair in the universe. (laughs) I, I, I'd eat him. I'd eat him. I'd eat Cameron. Oh, man. Uh, and, oh, I've now gone and looked up his Instagram. Mm. Holy shit. I cannot <laughs> get over her makeup skills. Honestly, yeah, it's, I it's... just want her to do my makeup always and forever. Like, I, I just, I want to somehow win a bazillion dollars and pay her to just live with me and look hot and do my makeup. That would just be my perfect life. It's always interesting to me seeing them out of drag. Mm. And the ones who have a very strong personality out of drag and have a very strong personality in drag and necessarily, not necessarily they have to be the same. In fact, Cameron's, you know, quite different. Yes. Out of drag and in drag, but you still know it's Cameron. I, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. The only, the only thing that sort of put me off when he came in was like the come in line where she was like, 
Well, I tried to apply for pit crew, but I get this is going to be way more fun. And I was like, really? I thought that was hilarious. And I was like, I didn't get it at first until I saw her mm. like out of. Oh, I got it. And I was like, I got it. Damn. <laughs> I noticed those arms straight away. I was like, good. <laughs> well, and I mean, the, uh, she's been compared quite a lot to Milk, actually. And I and I can see that because like Milk was my previous drag race crush because I was just like, <laughs> dead, like in or out i'd hit it like done <laughs> and mm. i'm getting definite mm. milk vibes from cameron it's interesting as well later on when they um they like get out of drag of the first mini challenge and they're all going you know i'd like cameron to throw me against a wall i, I think i'd be into it <laughs> i think that's what one of them says yeah there's i feel like there was three or four of them that were just like mm-hmm <laughs> mm -hmm. I oh, like, I, have a, I have a quote. I have a quote. I, I uh, yeah, I quoted. I agree with Eureka. Camera's looking so juicy. <laughs> so juicy. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's what Eureka said. I'm pretty sure. In that oh, nice that sounds accent. like a Eureka thing for sure. Uh, so after we got finished drooling <laughs> over Cameron, we were introduced to Mayhem Miller, and. Mm -hmm. I've got to say she's my early like favorite just because she comes yes. from a drag family that also includes two of my favorite queens of all time who are Morgan McMichaels and Detox. I love Detox so much. Mm. I can't believe that Detox has never won a drag race. Like it just blows my mind because I think she's so talented. So the fact that mm. Mayhem comes from that same drag pedigree, like that same family, I just I'm like, OK, I'm. I'm on board the mayhem train right off the start. I don't necessarily think she would otherwise be my favorite, but I, I, I'm on board. I'm, I'm going with her early just because of the family she comes from. Yeah, I, I, I liked her because it was the first sort of uh, Hollywood glamour look that had come out. Mm. And in past seasons, you've had like three or four girls do. You've had three or four girls do kimonos as well, but you know, yes. <laughs> their, 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 their early introduction look is very individual, and I liked it. And then you learn a little bit about she's been applying forever, and now she's finally in the season. So I found yeah, it very Yeah, she's applied endearing. for every season. So I mean, mm. it's it's quite interesting to me that she's applied for every season of Drag Race. It makes me like sometimes when you hear stories like that because it happens in like all of these type of reality shows from like american idol through the voice through top model which we talked about earlier where it's kind of like once they start getting to season like 10 11 12 like are we scraping the bottom of the barrel here <laughs> <laughs> and you've got like some people like cameron michaels who this is the first time they've ever applied versus someone like mayhem that you're just like why did it take you this long? And in some cases, like mm. Shangela, you think, okay, maybe they're they're learning, they're putting in a lot of work. And I think that Mayhem might fall into that category where she's kind of like finally coming into her own and is at the level now of being on Drag Race. But I'm always a little bit like hesitant with candidates like that. I'm like, how deep are you actually going to be able to go into this competition if it took you this long to get here Anyway, like, are you maybe a one trick pony? We'll have to see. So I hope she does well, because like I say, Morgan and Detox. Oh, man. Yeah. Love them. Is she is she a Genji main or is she a flex pick? <laughs> there this you is go. The exactly. I think probably like five percent of our audience just understood that reference. Yeah. 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 Look, we're nerds. We apologize. Yeah. But, you know, I've never play apologized. A lot of games. Come on. Come on. Uh, next up, we had Calorie <laughs> Carb Dashian. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
now gagging good or gagging bad Gotti? i i just like i i just liked her on the like pre-season intro thing they did um i just liked her now and spoiler i continue disliking her (laughs) (laughs) all the way through the one thing that i loved about her was her booty like i loved Mm. the body that she was able to create just from her body uh i i really thought that was great i don't think that she made the right choices throughout the first and then second episodes but spoiler alert Mm. sorry guys but i like i don't think she made the right choices but i did like her kind of uh, backstory, where she came from. Uh, like, I, I thought she had a really decent story and she did a good job making a twerkable booty. <laughs> like, yeah, I will yeah, give her that. Me, she had an ass. <laughs> you know, you have, she gave me like the Nicki Minaj shape mm, yeah. where the, the bud is like, you know, literally out of this world. It does look like a planet. Have you seen <laughs> Motorsport? Have you seen the video for Motor- Motorsport, her latest hit? I have not. <laughs> okay, that's something I'm showing you after, right? Um, it's the the thing that irked me was I don't know. I I put a lot of value in words, which I probably shouldn't about a show like this where people say stuff just for drama. <laughs> Sometimes yep. it feels like. But when she came in saying, "I hope you're ready for your all high calorie diet," I was like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're I'm all not about ready." Those entry lines. I feel like. All the entry yeah. lines from all the queens from all the seasons have always been over the top ridiculous and dumb. So I just kind of like I let them come in, have their moment, ignore it and move on. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're, we're very different as well, which is lovely. Like it's a great it's a great reason to do the podcast because yeah. you both have very different um, opinions, which we, I feel we both respect quite decently as well. Oh, yeah. I've been um, looking at some of your notes for some of the, like, <laughs> I'm just like, no, you're wrong. Oh, my God. So I'm glad. Yeah, that's yeah fine. We, do, we definitely that's have fine. different it's why you yeah. have It's why you have, like, different people in the competition. Like, I'm very glad she's in and I've enjoyed her. Um, I dislike her, and I'll get into why I dislike her. It's mostly attitude. Mm. And also her dress sense was just, you know. It was just not, not there. Pe- yeah. But let, let's move on. Let's not go too far ahead of ourselves. We, yes, we exactly. wanted to do a 30-minute show, and I think we've already overset We're the mark. We're already so. at 30 minutes, so, which <laughs> I, knew, I knew this one was going to be long, because yeah. obviously it's the first episode. We have to go into our initial thoughts on the Queen, so it's going to be a little bit longer. But uh, yeah, so next yeah. up we had Monique Hart, who mm. I've got to say, I really didn't like her, her two-piece gold flippy-floppy outfit. No, I was neither. Just, neither. I was like, ugh, ugh. Looks like she was wearing satchels of like the um, like the extra spices and stuff you get in noodle packets. <laughs> like she just attaches them all on. I didn't get her her entrance thing where you know in fighting games you press the top like you, you have limbs right. You have yes. left 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 hit and right hit. She was just spamming that coming in going ten to ten to ten ten to ten to ten. And I was like, that's oh, totally like, well, her thing. Her ten to yeah. yeah, that's that's her thing. So ten sure- tens across the board. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see a lot no. more of that this season i'm sure uh but yeah she didn't really do it for me right off the top but uh then we mm. had dusty ray bottoms and she was she was interesting coming in and i liked her mm. we gonna talk about the mini challenge in a couple of minutes but um she in 30 minutes <laughs> yeah she definitely grew on me and i liked the dots like i thought the makeup Same. was different and i quite Same. enjoyed it i thought it I guess suited her was a really good 
way to put it. And she talked about it a little bit later on in the episode where like how she got to the point of like doing the dots. And I thought mm. it was really interesting and original when it came to the makeup in, in a good way, not in a Trixie yeah. Mattel way. Yeah. Well, you know, personal taste and all that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you're, you're, it's season 10. It's, it's the show has more viewership and notoriety than I think it ever has because it's doing so well. Yes. You know, you can tell off All Stars Free how popular the show is because of how impassioned people are about what went what went on in that show. <laughs> yeah. Rip. Press F yeah. to pay respect. Um, <laughs> for me, uh, I, I, I got kind of Sasha Velour vibes, mm -hmm. um, which is nice because the thing I love about the show the most is uh, the creativity in the runways. That's like my big thing, the thing I enjoy the most. Yeah. And people's creativity in, 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 the, mini, in the mini challenges and the main challenge and all that kind of shit. So, yeah, I, I was like, oh, cool. A weirdo. Awesome. That's exactly <laughs> what this cast of like, I mean, they're, they've done a really good job of picking people from all around, you know, which is amazing. But yeah, yeah they usually outside have of a drag, pretty good balance. Outside of drag, she looks like Sancho Bob. Yes, I was, <laughs> she was probably one of the people I was the most surprised by the like out of drag look. I was like, mm. "Ooh, I was not expecting that one. <laughs> like when they get out, they get uh, changed out of drag and she comes up and says, wow, I'm trying to look for the booger, but you all are stunning. I expect her to just turn around and go, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, the vixen. I, Give me your thoughts, Jocelyn. I hate her. <laughs> yes she yes is, high five yeah she is my absolute least favorite queen this season by far even below some of the ones who've already been eliminated i just i really love her look minus those weird horns she had on her head but like <laughs> the the just the chicago costume i thought was original and really interesting and cool but then she opened her mouth and i was like yeah, I I'm over it. Fight somebody. Yeah, like oh. come on. No, this is RuPaul's best friends race. No. <laughs> yeah, get out. You don't belong here. People don't like you. Obviously, you have no friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she uh, going back to nerd, uh, the Burning Crusade, World of Warcraft, leveling through <laughs> that expansion, you end up looking like a clown, and that's the impression I got because I did actually like the outfit, but it was all from all over the show, but it did work. I felt, but yeah, she yeah. she's just giving me, you know, Outland leveling greens realness, which is nice. <laughs> Again, with the 5% audience reference, I love it. <laughs> uh, the next queen we had was Banji. Miss Banji. Miss Banji. Miss Banji. Oh, man. I, I, with her, I mean, she's, she's part of the Mateo family. So Alexis Mateo mm -hmm. was from either season two or season three. I can't remember off the top of my head now. And Alexis was a competitor, like right off the start, out of the gate. She was very strong. She was beautiful. And she it just represented so well. And then when I saw Vanjie, I was like, mm, that that costume, her shoes, it just it it didn't look to be on the same level as all the other drag in the room. It so. was like a bodysuit and then, oh, I'm just going to wear a chandelier on top for protection. Yeah, it was a bodysuit and then it had this, like, um, just uh, um, 
oh crap, I'm totally missing the word right now. But her skirt was just like the skeleton of a skirt, and and yeah, cool set. There corset, a, isn't it? Uh, corset isn't the word. I'm oh, that big, for, the big, um, the big, like, the big, like, skirt thing that she had on. Yeah, the it cage. wasn't even that big. Yeah, the cage, yeah. cage. Thank you. Yeah, yes, yeah. cage is the word I'm looking for. It was a cage yeah. of a skirt, and then her shoes were just like clunky, and then silver when the rest of her outfit was gold. And and uh, to be honest, she just wasn't on the same level I felt as the other queens. So I was a little bit worried about her, which is unfortunate mm. because I, I liked Alexis. I thought that Alexis was like one of the most genuine queens like she was never into drama she was just she was there to compete and she was good and you know like she was just she was a good person so i wanted to see someone from her family do well but when i saw vanji walk out i was like oh i don't know about this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah so all, all the people who say they come from drag families to me that doesn't mean a lot because i've not watched the seasons and i do plan to mm. uh, when i can get my little 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 hands on them at some point um so I'm just judging all these queens off of their initial performance. The only thing that stuck out to me with Vanjie was her voice. Mm. And it's still sticking out because RuPaul's Twitter is just full of him just it's going, Miss Vanjie, Miss Vanjie. Yeah, Ms. yeah. Vanjie. So <laughs> I think she's a fantastic addition to the show, but she is, she comes out as weak. She doesn't stand out. She was out, out of her league. Yeah, she was the, 100%. Because unfortunately in the show, you don't win. Like the lip syncs are lip syncs. You're not singing. You're not using your voice. So her voice is fantastic. I love it. But unfortunately, that's not something that's judged on, you know? Not until usually much later on. Yeah. And when they do judge it on it, they're like, oh, my God, I love your voice. But you look like a fucking chandelier with a garbage bag in the middle. So, <laughs> you know, that's how they do it. They preface yeah. it for the insult. Yeah, yeah. very true. Uh, so finally, our last queen of the night who was introduced was Aquaria. And right out the gate, it was just drama. <laughs> Holy yeah, you crap. Could see you could see the vixen's like horns glisten. Yeah, <laughs> at the top oh, of the thing, man. Oh. So I mean, so Aquar the whole drama is Aquaria and Miss Cracker are both from New York. I want to say, and yes, they're I believe so. They look, they do look strikingly similar. And apparently, in one of the first ever drags that Miss Cracker did, it was you know Aquaria did her makeup, and it was a shoot of them being twins. And I can totally see it because they look mm, very mm. similar. They, bo they both look like twig sluts. <laughs> okay, what so, does that mean? What does that mean? So in the gay world, uh, welcome to Richard's gay corner. <laughs> yes, I um, thank you so much for educating me because <laughs> I need it. <laughs> so you have you have like. Uh, you know, similar to like body shapes for women, you got like the pear, hourglass, yada yada yada. Yes, there's something very similar in the gay community, which is a worldwide phenomenon, as far as I'm concerned. I've met a lot of people who use it, but a oh, twink. Oh, I thought is you like... meant like the that gay people were a worldwide phenomenon. I'm like, okay, oh, I know no. that, Gotti. Come on, <laughs> give me a little bit of credit. Nine... <laughs> it's like an iceberg. Nine tenths of us are underground, <laughs> waiting to strike. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you've got like people, uh, kind of, kind of like, it's not, it's not like body dress or shape. It's just like a twink is like a skinny guy who looks very young and boyish and like kind of immature, like kind of like high school growing up look, I guess, okay. but also is gay as shit. 
Um, <laughs> and then obviously we have Twink, and then we have Slut, and you know what a slut I, is. I I do know what um, a slut is. I'm on board. You're, yeah, that I'm is that is that, not honey. unique to the gay community. <laughs> yeah, but you've got different ones like bears and otters, which is mostly about like how hairy and how like old and big they are. I guess you've got like bears who are like a lot more hairier. They're like uh, mechanic mechanics who have a family. You know, I guess. <laughs> okay. I guess that's how it would go. But yeah, we'll 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 rip that bandaid off little by little. Uh, as as the show goes on, where I I make references to gay shit that no one gets. Well, not no one. I'm sure that everyone in the audience is laughing at uh, my expense right now yeah. for my like not understanding all of the terms. Well, <laughs> well, it's you're not gay. You don't need to know. You know, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, I just um I didn't know about her look. Eh? I I agree. The jam is nice because I kind of like. I find Miss Cracker a little bit endearing about it because the show later on sort of pits her as the evil one and then sort of unraveled a bit more. Yeah. Um, but her look was giving me... Um, oh, who's that guy? Oh, my God, there's a singer, very famous singer. This is Major Tom to Grand Control, the one who did that. Oh, I don't know. Oh, fuck, who is it? Um, his son. His son filmed the Warcraft movie. That's the only point of oh, reference oh, I have. Duncan, Duncan Jones. Um, oh, uh, oh Bowie. This is ground control. Yes, she was giving me like kind of Bowie vibes, but uh, also like Twink Slut. Um, she looks like one of the demons I dream about when I have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that was our 30 minute segment of uh, five minutes of the show. Exactly. <laughs> uh, which brings us to the mini challenge. So the mini challenge in this week's episode was a runway walk in front of so many of the previous queens. And I know that this segment probably impacted me a whole lot more than you because I have seen yes. all of the yeah. previous seasons. So I recognized a lot of the queens and there was like Manila was there and Adore and Detox and Morgan and Katya and then Raven. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I miss it's... Raven so much. She was such a bitch in such a good way. <laughs> I think it's such a good way to start off the first mini challenge is like just throwing them into the people they've looked up to. Yeah. And I really liked that it was like a whole bunch of queens and it wasn't just the past winners because they've done that before where they've brought back the past winners for photo shoots or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but this yeah, was yeah. very much like just a lot of the most recognizable queens. Um, and I, I just, oh man, I lived for this segment. It was so good. And I kept like trying to see like who else was there and who was wearing what. And oh, it was so good. Mm. And I don't even like Bob all that much, but Mm, seeing bob yell that's my baby when cracker was on the stage was amazing (laughs) yeah i mean for me for me the main main thing about this challenge is you could tell who was really confident in themselves and who wasn't yeah Uh, you could really really tell like eureka is clearly struggling she's clearly like being on the runway is the first challenge and performing and dancing is clearly affecting her i imagine she's having you know, just constant flashbacks to what happened. Yes, yeah, because, like, she was a lot more confident last season, for sure. You can tell the change in her. Yeah. Um, And then you got people like fucking Mayhem is just, like, again, playing a fighting game character and spamming triangle and square (laughs) her fucking arms, and then she does this, like, booty hop thing, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah. 
the calorie is stomping all over my enjoyment in this run. <laughs> um, and you you also get a bit of like who's so confident it comes off as very prideful with their attitudes. Mm-hmm. Like you get Monique Hart, who I think I wrote down as she is the Shah of pride. Um, <laughs> Because she's just very prideful. She's like, oh, I'm giving them all this. And they're gagging for it. And I'm just sitting there like, uh, I'm not I'm not going, yeah. So I'm not going, Bleh. I'm just sort of looking at you going, I don't like your attitude. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sure some people do. Some people love, um, you know, the copy of overconfidence, yeah. Yeah. And I think you've got to have them, especially in American TV. It's like a staple trope, I think, yes, having at least one sure. overly confident, cocky character. Mm-hmm. But um i dislike it also hot glue your shit what the fuck it's like oh i'm just dancing and my entire skirt's coming apart it's like that's not a good thing yeah that was juju b she was back from season two and juju b is just like you're on rupaul's drag race hot glue that shit i'm like yes (laughs) yeah and you've got you've got people like desiree bottoms who i quote i'm killing this challenge and then i'm like he didn't fucking win yeah, and I did want to talk a little bit about that because she had the tearaway shirt into the like uh, mirrored bra underneath, which I mm. thought was really cool. And I was just like, mm. did they tell them what the challenge was going to be ahead of time? Because like that is some heads up play right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think I don't know. The the, the 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 like dress underneath a dress or costume underneath a costume or God forbid bodysuit underneath Ugh. a bodysuit. Uh, <laughs> Is um, you know, it's something that either catapults that queen to like the top or not the winner, or it comes off as like just someone getting changed awkwardly. Um, <laughs> but I think you know, this challenge was all the queens sort of, I assume, conglomerating on who they liked. But to me, I don't know, uh, Dusty Ray Bottoms, and she, in my opinion, it stays throughout the first two episodes we've seen, is she's very prideful and confident to the point of being a little bit cocky. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I really enjoy her looks. And I like how crazy she is, but she is not a humble queen. No, she definitely is not. Um, mm. And I've got to say, like, uh, I mean, I, I also, I just have to mention before we actually move on to who we, who we really <laughs> liked and think should have won this mini challenge. Uh, Yara her comments so yara sophia is she's puerto rican and she's a very thick accent and she had a lot of trouble with yuha's name (laughs) in the little (laughs) interview they did with her she was like yeah yuha like the people that move other people's houses yeah (laughs) like no (laughs) i thought her name was yuhal oh my god yara is so over the top ridiculous i never really liked her like I liked Yara's aesthetic on her seasons, but I didn't love her personality. She was just way too over the top. Mm. But mm. Uh, man, she she is funny, though. She is really, really funny. Mm. And another thing for me was Miss Fangie again. Uh, we see her coming on and I'm not really entertained. The thing I was entertained the most by was her giving like her. I assume it's made of, I don't know. It looks like it's made of chocolate. It looks like it's fucking edible, how glittery it is. But then you have kimchi dancing with it, which yeah, is my favorite with her, scene. With her cagey skirt, yeah. Yeah, which is the best dancing kimchi's done in the show, period. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Um, and then you got Aquaria as well, does like a fucking, like, <laughs> she like wave dash slaps jinx, <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, and lunges forward and slaps her accidentally, which I thought was fantastic. To be honest, uh, I didn't even recognize Jinx. Like she doesn't even look the same as she did in her season. And I've now like uh, season five for some reason was like unavailable in a whole bunch of different ways that I normally consumed all the rest of the seasons. I finally found a copy of season five because I couldn't even like buy it on Google. It was weird. Um, so I finally mm, found a copy weird. of season five. It's the last season that I had seen. So. I watched the whole season. And I watched her win. And even then I was like, I'm pretty sure she only won because they didn't want to give it to the the runner up because her partner had won the season before. So they didn't want like uh... a power couple because there's no reason Jinx should have won. And Jinx looked pretty busted <laughs> in this yeah, runway. Look... too. Like she looked pretty terrible. She, she just looked like a like a character from like, God, was it the Jetsons? <laughs> that futuristic like yeah. Simpsons thing. Yes, that is. You know, she looked like she was ready to sell you a floating house for the low, low price of like ten billion zuckerooms or some shit. <laughs> you know. Oh man, yeah. So the the slap in the face was was awesome. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, clearly I, accidental, I, 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 but yeah, that was really really funny. And so we had the winner of the challenge ended up being uh, Monet Exchange, and yes, the Shower of Pride. No, you not think... the Shard of Pride, sorry. No, yeah. Uh, the... Sorry, Monique is the Shard Monique of Pride. Monique and Monet, I, yeah, it's really hard to, like... Just money, rem... money. It's, <laughs> it's hard to remember their names because their names are so similar. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, Monique... <laughs> Monet. Money. <laughs> um, you think she was one of the stronger walks? Um, kinda. I, I do. I think she was... She... So there were there were lots of them like Vanjie and you were where I just like kind of forget about it. And yeah. then I definitely remember Monet. And for a walk like this where they have about like five to ten seconds of screen time, if I remember them, I'm going, okay, that's good. Her like double slam thing, I didn't get. Triple oh slam. Oh my god, yeah. And then when they had the interview and they're she's talking on screen, she's like, I dropped three times in a row. I'm like, no, girl, you just got tired and you had to lay down because that's what it looked yeah. like. It's like you dropped once and then you just went, huh. Ah, ah. To me. <laughs> like that wasn't entertaining. It looked like shit. To me, I I I felt my my favorite was Miss Mayhem Miller with her fucking like butt bounce fucking bunny hop thing. Yeah, Mayhem, I thought, yeah, she did an RH. She also did a cartwheel in a gown. So mm -hmm. uh, props mm -hmm. for that one, because not easy for sure. Um, for yeah. me, I liked uh, Cracker and I liked Cameron and I liked Aquaria. I thought uh, Cracker, mm -hmm. she showed a lot of humor, which was good. Like she like patted the top of her head to make sure that her wig was there and then did the cartwheel the, the and then checked again, you know, like so I felt like, you know, she had that little she her personality came across in her walk. Um, yeah. That's important. That's yeah. I and think then... that's why Monet might have won mm. in their eyes because her personality exuded of being uh, rat shit. <laughs> uh, see Urban Dictionary for more. <laughs> but I, I agree. Like yeah, crack, like I remember Cracker's walk. Yeah, like and then I felt uh, Cameron. I I liked again because I felt like part of her personality. Because you want to eat him. Well, I do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I could. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but, I remember walk. I, I remember. mean, it, it had. He, she totally had the sex hair going on. Yeah, like the frazzled. <laughs> yeah, the like, kind of like it just owned it, owned it, and exuded After, sexy. Like yeah. 
After Never. 45 minutes of banging upstairs, she goes down for a, 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 a quiet Red Bull and frizzes <laughs> up again and runs back upstairs for the look. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then Aquaria, I mean, Aquaria stripped down to basically nothing. But um, mm. yeah, I really thought like Aquaria commanded my attention, I felt. And to the yes. point that it's funny that you mentioned that you remembered Monet because I had to go back and watch the mini challenge three times to pick her runway out of the group. So she didn't yeah. stand out for me at all. Other than the, because when I realized like who it was, I was like, oh man, she was the super lame, like laying down on the ground one. Like how did that win? <laughs> yeah, I, I disagree with her winning. I think it should have been uh, the four girls we talked about. I mean, yeah. I, rem I remember Monet, Monet Exchange is uh, Walk, but not as vividly as the other ones. Yeah. Um, but like the reason I agree with winning is because like I wanted someone who stuck out to me to win. That was basically it. I'm like, cool. You didn't pick fucking Miss Fiji. Yeah, true. Could have been worse you know? for sure. Um, so the main challenge this week was drag on a dime, and they've done drag on a dime quite a few times, and I mm. like it, especially like the earlier on in the me show too. that they do it because me it's too. such a good test of a queen's ability to make something out of nothing and kind of like be creative mm. with something yeah, they it's... didn't bring that's always to me uh, the most interesting when it's not something that they've already brought because you can give them a challenge like you know wear red or even like um episode two's challenge of best drag like that's all stuff that they've brought but i like it when they have to do a runway that's completely out of the blue creativity yeah, yeah it's good it's good and like I think a, a, a little bit of a foreshadowing here was Miss Fanji going, I don't do drag on a damn, y'all. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. we know you don't. We, we know. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and then she starts, like, she takes all the Barbies, and immediately I was just like, oh, no, that's not oh, going to end well. Miss Callie, Calorie Kardashian taking all the Barbies. Oh, yeah. No. No, not sorry. We're talking about Miss Vanji. Yeah, the Barbie apocalypse. Yep. Where 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 some go? Um, I think, I think it's Monet Exchange actually has all the Barbies and goes. You know, I've hoarded all these. So someone like them, and, and she just walks over and goes yes, and like picks up the entire bucket, the whole thing, and then proceeds to just like it's it's like she slathered her her torso up with glue and then just like fell into like a swamp of Barbies. And honestly. <laughs> That was like the best possible outcome because I swear to God, I thought she was going to do like a necklace of doll heads or something. So of all the things she could have done. <laughs> like a witch doctor. Yeah. Exactly. Like I was, I was really worried when she grabbed all the Barbies and I mean, it didn't turn out well, but at least it didn't turn out as badly as it possibly could have. Um, but then, mm. yeah, we've got Calorie and her dress that's been done a million times and also oh, a dress that's it's... been done by people way, way better. Like Raja is another one who is like one of my favorite queens of all time. It's probably the only time I've actually rooted for a queen who has then done well in the competition. I tend to root oh, for yeah. the people who lose. So uh, the fact oh, that yeah. Raja actually does well in RuPaul's Drag Race is amazing. And if you're going nice. to do the same thing as Raja, you got to turn it fucking out, man. Like mm. not leave your friggin corset back exposed. Like what, yeah, what the fuck? It's not even it's not even like a, a an aligned shape. It was like crooked. Yeah, it was crooked. I mean, make a panel. Come on. How much longer can it take to glue some more friggin 
dollar bills to a piece of yeah. like construction paper and tape it over top of your laces like the judges were so correct, though. <laughs> the judges were so correct they were like we we wanted you know your hair dyed green or you know origami earrings in the shape yeah, of dollars or really, something really really like step it up in the drag department and go over the top because she really didn't you may you may not know this jocelyn but i dislike calorie quite no a bit. way yeah and when she said you know well i think i look like a million bucks and i'm like okay cool you feel like it do you look like it no and then her her, her reasoning for buying the dress was like imagine if kim kardashian had like a million dollars and she was gonna like spend it on whatever and she just spent it on like this dress and it was like worth a million dollars that'd be so good gag and <laughs> <laughs> and um you know, it didn't. It didn't work out. No, it didn't work it out. Definitely it was so, did not. She looked like it was just three different shades, and you 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 wanted to go for a million dollars, and you'd look like five dollars at most. At most. <laughs> at most. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't even buy that for the funny side of it. Also, yeah. her attitude stinks. Did I mention that? I hate her attitude. Yes, I think you've mentioned it once or mm. twice. Uh, so mm. the runway this week was also drag on a dime. So they basically had to make their runway looks and then present them. So we've already talked a little bit about uh, calories critiques on the runway. Um, but yeah, yeah. When, it, <laughs> when it comes down to it, I like Aquaria. Like Aquaria was the first one that we saw. I really loved mm. the hat that she did. I thought that was yes. unique and interesting. And again, really overblown and over the top and the thing I'm looking for in drag. But then... She just had like pasties and the skirt wasn't all that well done either. And I was just she so might disappointed. Well, <laughs> she might as well just like free the nipple, right? Like <laughs> what's the point of having it covered up just by some fucking pop tarts? You know? Yeah, exactly. But it made it to me at least. And I, I'm pretty sure this came up in Untucked, but um, it really looked like she only had like half a costume, which is kind of funny yes. because she had two very big pieces. So she definitely put as much work into it as anyone who was wearing like a full dress but because it was so split in two between the headpiece and the skirt to me it was just like where's your middle part did you forget to make something <laughs> yeah we went it almost gave me the society. i ran out of time vibe you know <laughs> oh that's the word i hate it when they uh clap back so to speak instead yeah. of just they get criticized and they're like well, you know, I just, you know, the moon wasn't aligned tonight and I didn't couldn't summon my werewolf powers. It's like, <laughs> bitch. Come on. Competition. Yeah. If you if you sucked, you sucked. Work on it. And yeah. I mean, speaking of sucking, Monet was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> I cannot I cannot believe that she was safe. Like I cannot believe it. It blew me away. Because it was so terrible. She was literally walking on her dress. And when I first saw yeah. her walking on her dress, I was like, what the hell are you doing? Hem, your shit. And then she goes on the interview and said, I'm even cleaning the runway with my dress. I'm so next level. I'm like, that was on purpose. Oh, my God. You look so just busted and awful. Like, why? Yeah, I think it. So the thing to me, right, is. If she reversed it, I think I could have got the picture. If she was wearing sponges on her head and then was like covered in junk because it's like drag on a dime, you know, and she's got the soap spuds on top, unlike around the collar, and then the earrings of the water, but they're not some fucking like 
tiny shape they're like long and flowing i think that could have worked i would have got the story but yeah. all it looks like was you know you it just looks like a mistake she didn't look like she was telling a story at all and and you're right she looked she, like she shrek trying to clean <laughs> she looked like shrek well, and I didn't okay. even I didn't even love the silhouette of the dress either because I no. felt like a lot of her shape was lost no, because she I was think... so covered in all of these sponges that it didn't show her shape as well as it could have. So I I mean, oh man, I I really thought she was the worst, and I mean that's yes. saying something on a runway that had calorie and uh, Vanjie on it. So <laughs> I thought she yeah was I yeah I I I, I agree full far. Full-heartedly, full-heartedly, <laughs> um, also full-heartedly. But yeah, SpongeZilla, SpongeZilla was just terrible. The Barbie wall from below, I think I put it down. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Fangie's costume was... Uh, I just... It, it wasn't... Because it was, I... I hmm. who's, who's, who's that judge who critiqued her the most? Uh, Michelle? Michelle Visage, yeah, uh, which is French for face. It is. Um, you know, said you're not a shape, and I agree with that. But it wasn't more that she's not showing off like a womanly shape. It's just that the Barbie dolls are kind of in a mess. Mm. There wasn't, and everything there wasn't, about that outfit was just a mess. Yeah, it just didn't work for me. You know. Mm-hmm. And I've got and to say, also, another one that I wanted to mention was Vixen because mm. I couldn't believe, and I think it's just because there were so many queens in this episode but vixen's drag on a dime was terrible the pool noodle thing i think it was just like she she made a bodysuit out of pool noodles it was awful like why why did that not get read like it should have been she should have been ripped apart for that one but i feel like there were just like she wasn't as bad as the sponges and the dollar bills and the bar it had a theme had a theme (laughs) it was unique she clearly put effort into it um as well because it was all very like well put together i thought even though it kind of looked trash i mean the thing for me is i used to when i was lifeguarding there was someone who would steal the pool noodles and i was like oh i found that person <laughs> it's on my tv <laughs> um yeah and probably the biggest thing for me this whole runway judging thing was the grilling of the dot makeup for miss mm. dusty ray bottoms i felt uh you know the the people my bottom three I'm sorry the the bottom two calorie and Miss Fiji uh, were both they weren't really being original yeah you know there was no personality in their dresses there was nothing that screamed this this because uh, drag is basically an illusion right you're trying to sell, it's like magic you're trying to right. sell an illusion of your character with how you dress and how you look so Dashiray Bottom's character has the dotty makeup. Um, I mean, I agree, you shouldn't be doing it all the time. You should show you have the ability to step out of your comfort zone and still sell your sell your person. But she's right, like... But that's something that looking... you normally have to do in, you know, week five or six. Not like, you don't, yeah. get, you don't get criticized for it on week one because it's still week one. You're showing who you are as a queen. And I think that's perfectly fine. I think Michelle was way off base for sure. Yeah, what the fuck? It's like... Looking forward to it. That free face, Nick Freak, Dusty. And then she goes, she spends like an entire minute going, onk, onk, trying to sell that joke. I'm like, <laughs> shit. But yeah, like uh, the, ju- the judging in this series, honestly, I have a lot of respect for. I think they're on the money for like 90% of it. And then 10% of it, I'm like, okay. No. I find, yeah, most of the time, <laughs> this was one can, of those moments. I can potentially see where they're coming from, but sometimes I find they might be, uh, 
too harsh on some people and not harsh enough on other people. I find that they tend to give passes to well-liked queens, and I don't think yeah. that's right. Um, and it's, so it's top model. It's top model. It is. It is. So, uh, but it yeah, I think to a lot of conspiracy theories. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but conspiracy okay. theories. Oh my god, the conspiracy theories of like the show are insane. But it's because, I can't you know, wait to talk about conspiracy theories next episode. Let me tell you. <laughs> but <laughs> let let's let's move on, shall we? Yeah. So um, I mean, we ended up in the elimination. We had our top four, who were Blair, Mayhem, Yuha, and Cracker. And I agree with that. I liked Cracker. I, I liked agree with the, that. The collar that she had. I thought that she did a really good job. And then Mayhem was eventually uh, named as the actual winner. And I agree with that too. I thought you know on the runway, Mayhem looked. She didn't look she, like she was wearing garbage. I thought uh, Blair actually was another one that I thought did did very, very well. I thought it would have been close between the two of them. But yeah. I think Mayhem deserved it. The only thing I didn't like about Mayhem was the one sole glove on her head. I thought she could have <laughs> done without that. But then it's like, if you don't have a headpiece, then you're I, kind of lacking potentially. But yeah, for me, that was actually the thing that sold it for me, I think. Was the glove was on the head? Just, it was just... For me, her whole thing was like she was a a, a fashionable uh, rubbish bag, mm. and I loved it. And I thought that was the great thing about dime, uh, di uh, <laughs> dime on a dime, drag on a dime. Um, you know, the glove on the head. It, it, I just felt like she'd gone. Oh, to finish off my outfit, I will take this rusty glove that's been at someone's ass and just place it on my forehead. <laughs> and there we go. But it worked. <laughs> you know, I liked Ew. it. I liked it. Well, that, that's yeah. you know, garbage is disgusting. But yeah. she was glamorous. I liked she it. Was, she I, was. I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, my, um, my bottom three, well, my top four, were, I agree with the top four totally. I remembered all their looks. Uh, uh, my the bottom three was. That I, the only one that I don't agree with was Yuha. I didn't really like the caution tape. Mm. I thought compared to a lot of the other girls, particularly Monique, uh, who had the Queen of Hearts uh, like card look, I thought she had a lot of structure. She put a lot of work in. She even made her hair out of garbage which is not that. something that anyone else really did. So I I thought that she should have been in the top. I mean, she you're right. I see in the notes you wrote that she had a terrible attitude. She did. She had a terrible, terrible attitude, and she was very yeah. entitled. But I do think that it was deserved in this case. I thought she looked phenomenal. So I was very yeah. surprised when she was just safe and wasn't included in the critiques in the top. So um, mm. I think I would have swapped Yuha out because I thought Yuha was just, she was, she was pretty basic. Yeah, take I away the headpiece, and... which I don't even know why she had done that. Yeah, the onk. I think that's the only reason that she was in the top four is because Michelle thought she was hilarious, but for a well... joke that she didn't even mean or understand. Like, so I don't know. I think I would have swapped Yuha out for for Monique. I, I, I totally agree with that. Thinking about it a bit more, because I really dislike Monique Cart's attitude. However, they're not being judged on their attitude for this challenge. And yeah. I think dress-wise, she was incredibly creative. And also played on her character, because the last name is Hart. Exactly, yeah. So Hart. she it, it worked on a couple of different levels in a way that friggin' Spongezilla definitely did not. So, <laughs> I mean, like, that, that to me is an Can example. Can we call that the episode? Yes, yeah, Spongezilla, for sure. <laughs> uh, so our bottom three were Calorie, Vanjie, and Dusty. I don't think Dusty deserved to be in the bottom, but someone's got to be in the bottom three for the drama. So we, for our lip sync, had Calorie and Vanjie, and unfortunately, Vanjie went home, although you got to give Calorie props because she definitely won the win the lip sync. Oh, yeah. It wasn't oh, even yeah. close. 
I, I dislike her attitude. I dislike her. We'll get to it in Untucked. I dislike her way of deflecting criticism. Um, but she definitely won the the lip sync. Definitely. Yeah, and I mean, I always feel really bad for the first girl to go home uh, in every yes. season. It's always it's yeah. awful to go all the way there and then, you know, for whatever reason, find yourself in the bottom and not be chosen, regardless of the quality of the lip sync. It just that that first person to to go just feels awful and you always really just feel bad for them. So, I mean, like I said, from the very introduction of Vanjie and her character, she was outclassed. She I really thought she was going to be the first one to go home. She stuck out a lot for me. I think it's going to get a little bit tougher going forward um, from, you know, episode two and onwards to figure out who exactly is going to be in the bottom, because I feel like there was such a large gap between Vanjie and the rest of the group that, yes, you know, yes. now it's it was... not going to be as obvious and it's going to come down a little bit more to performance each week. You just had people where you're like, I know you're you're either overconfident and you don't perform to your overconfidenceness, or you're not confident and you perform like that. And yeah. that was Fangi, unfortunately. But I loved her. I loved how endearing she was, and she's doing quite well outside of the race. You know, people loved her on the show. She's got 100k followers on Twitter now. Yeah, which uh, is quite a lot. I've got like. 102 i think <laughs> so yeah it's um it's a lot um i mean i did feel really bad for miss vanji uh, even if she had that like resting bitch face when she was losing yeah but, yeah so you know. i mean i think it was i think it was the right choice and uh going forward it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the girls continue on but uh yeah vanji's doing yeah. just fine with her with her total meme status now um, but then finally, <laughs> afterwards, after the episode, we had the episode of Untucked, where we get to see all of the safe queens and their conversation backstage. And then, of course, uh, once the or while the judges deliberate, then we get to see all the bottom and top queens come back to the safe queens as well. So we get the whole cast. Mm, it's like a favorite, mixing bowl of drama. It is you know, so you much in, drama. My, you add in the flower, the successful flower, and then you add in like the butter, and then the butter's the person who won, and you mix that in, and then you <laughs> add in like the chocolate chips, but you've got too many chocolate chips, so you've got to get rid of some. That's the loser. Yeah, and I feel like um I like the parts of Untucked where we just talk to the safe queens, and then I like yes. to see what the like uh the girls I guess um, their interpretations of the critiques. I think that's really interesting. Yes, but I find as soon as super they bring interesting. all of them, especially in these early episodes, when all the queens get in one room and they're just shouting over top of each other, I'm like, oh, okay, stop now. I don't need to see this. Yeah, yeah, it has to be a little get, bit much. It's going to be better and better as you go along. But thankfully, yes. the people who were shouting the most are gone. Yay! <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my favorite part about the the safe queens was uh, Sponge Monet Zilla, as I've called her now, uh, <laughs> gets questioned by pretty much everyone. And it's now a running gag, a running yes. blech, if you will. Um, <laughs> and I'm very happy that it is because um, I think she should have been bottom three. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, it's it is a running gag now. And then episode two, she's called out for it again. And you know, like it's mm. it's good because I think she's she's maybe being put in her place a little bit. Um, but yeah, we also yeah. got the drama of friggin' Vixen talking to oh my uh, Aquaria. God. 
about the whole Aquaria cracker thing and, and what that's like. And I felt like it the took a couple of times. The start drama and I hate it. Yeah, exactly. She's totally fishing for drama because I felt like it was a couple of, they had to ask her a few times before Aquaria finally said like, okay, here's the drama, here's the story. And it just seemed so ridiculous to me that she gets thrown under the bus for it later on. So um, yeah, the events of, of Untucked do come back and see in episode two so we'll talk about that uh next mm. episode well un untuck's really interesting as well because back in season eight there was valentina yeah and people loved valentina on the show but apparently people who watch untucked fucking hated her yes and i was one so, of the people that like yeah. i said at the top of the show i didn't even understand or i didn't even realize that untucked was a thing so i didn't understand all the valentina hate but uh apparently once i go back and watch it i'm just gonna hate her she's <laughs> awful, apparently. oh she's like a disney villain oh really oh <laughs> that's yeah. so funny because i i totally thought that she was Oh man, I don't even. I thought she. I thought she was exactly as she was portrayed on the show as this kind of you like remember? wholesome, oh, sweet, gonna... nice Valentina. <laughs> well, wholesome, sweet. I'm yeah. gonna walk out in my drag costume, which is literally two planks of cardboard and my ass hanging out. Yeah, you I remember mean, that. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and then she had to have a friend pull it I off. Meant and in her interactions like giving... with the other queens, yeah. she was nice and yeah, and definitely didn't get like the diva or the bitch vibe out of Valentina that often on the show, the way she was edited. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about editing again later on. Editing's important. Yeah. But yeah, we um, we have Vixen who, like her reasoning, they asked her, you know, Yo, why do you want to come in here saying you want to fight people? And she's like, well, I was pissed off that season time nine was too nice. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, you're evil. Yes, exactly. Another reason Don't to give me any apples. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Calorie, you have the, the, the girls coming in and, um, you know, she has a moment where she reflects the criticism she got. She's like, I'm not going to throw any shit. I'm just going to tell how it is. Um, some girls in here look like cum gargling sluts, basically, <laughs> is what she said, because you're not wearing enough clothes. So she goes after yeah. Sponge Dilla, which is fair enough. And then she goes after Aquaria for her outfit. Yeah, um, and I, like I say, I mean, I do kind of see that criticism just because yes. like, she she is missing the middle part of her costume, basically. And even though the amount of effort to do the headpiece and the skirt would have been the same as making just a dress, like she still, it, it just, it gave the I ran out of she time, stood I out. gave up vibe. She did stand out, yeah, but... Stood out, you didn't, Calorie. You looked yeah. like, you looked like a, an old sponge compared to Spongezilla <laughs> from a distance. yeah. So, I mean, I, I kind of see uh, the, the criticism there, but uh, Calorie was definitely not nice about it. And yeah, uh, yeah I'm glad that uh, Calorie had to do, had to lip sync and mm. was, was and put had, in her place um, a little bit. Not that oh, she yeah. learned her lesson at all, but. No. <laughs> oh, no. We also had Miss um, Mayhem Miller just like sort of having a little humble moment and thinking about, you know, she's, she's, spent all these years trying to get in and then she wins the first main challenge and she's very overwhelmed but she's not uh like she's just she just wants to cry about it really which i thought was very endearing i'm liking mayhem she's probably my favorite out yeah of the two and like, I've like i said i think uh mayhem personality wise is probably my favorite for sure um she's she's just I, lovely she is she she seems like a real sweetheart she gives me like ben de la creme vibes where you know yes, like I, fairy I'm, godmother. 
I'm a little bit potentially worried that she's going to go down the more like miscongeniality route than actual winner. But um, I, she deserves to be I... there. I think I just I yeah. cautiously optimistic for her time on the show. We'll put it that way. But I'm yeah. glad to see she is super humble and she's super endearing for sure. Mm. And then we have um, Miss Christina Aguilera come on. My God, she's short. What the fuck? I never I forgot, knew she we, yeah, was so short. Yeah, we didn't short. even mention her on the runway, but yeah. Oh, she, yeah, Christina's a judge. As, yeah, <laughs> Christina was a judge, and she posed as Pheromone, and she actually, like, they look ridiculously similar. Yes. I was like... Yes. I was behind it for a second. Like, I was believing it for sure, and then all of a sudden, she turns around, it's Christina Aguilera. I'm like, well played. <laughs> well played. <laughs> It's such a I, her and Lady Gaga's entrance because those are the two seasons I've watched where they've had a a very a high hidden celebrity hidden celebrity in drag. I think is a fantastic way to do it. But it wasn't it wasn't like she 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 entered during the the entrance for the girl. She did it at the end, so it was a very nice way of doing it. Like one one thing when I first started watching Drag Race. Um, I wasn't into it in the first few episodes of season eight because it's nothing I'd ever experienced. Um, I also live in a town where there's not that kind of thing um, that's quite popular. Like people do it, but it's not like a there's not like a club. Where there's you have to no shows. Shit. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but the way the show is structured and edited, it is so efficient. It is so efficient. Holy shit! It's so well done. Yeah. The show. So yeah, I give always give credit to the show. Like that's uh, the most entertaining thing is the way the show just gives you entertainment. <laughs> The most entertaining thing is the entertainment. Well said, Gotti. I think that's a good Quote place. Of the day. To, yeah, I think that's a good place to leave it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Gotti, where can folks find you online if they want to go and follow you like creepers? Oh, I'm I'm doing stuff on Twitch because I currently don't have a job. I want to get a job. That may change at some point, but for now I'm trying to I'm trying to stream. So you can find me at twitch.tv slash Godilicious, because Gotti was taken. Um, no, you're delicious. supposed to say because Gotti is delicious. Come on, remember oh. at the top of the show when you're talking about how you're single? Sell it, man. Sell it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm young, hung, and ready for fun <laughs> on, on Twitch. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Gotti Fatigue uh, underscore Fatigue because that was my first ever WoW Guild, and I was making videos on YouTube for like our boss kills and shit. So I put my character name then the guild name. It haunts me, but <laughs> there you go. Oh, I just realized I can change that. Okay, you, you may can. not be able to find me, but there you go. That's it for now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Where, and you can find me on Twitter and Twitch. <laughs> on Twitter and Twitch as I'm at Joss Plays. I do all kinds of different podcasts. You can find links to everything at JossPlays.com. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>